All right, so I'm here uh, on Off Topic with Justin McAleese. Um, he is a director, cinematographer, like kind of the whole the whole ordeal went in. The whole shebang, yeah, yeah filmmaker extraordinaire. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so gonna get into talking about his new movie that's coming out. Um, but to start, um, how did you get into like movie making? Was it a young age? Was it something that like came out? like as you got older or was it always was it always a passion for you um yeah I, I, we didn't <laughs> I remember the only time we ever got to be able to use a camera like when I was a kid kid or whatever like mm -hmm. you know 10 12 15 something like that was uh, my mom was a teacher and so occasionally she would be able to bring home like an old VHS camcorder from school and oh, we nice. would get to mess around <laughs> with that but that was pretty rare I never shot film or any of that stuff back then mm -hmm. and so basically um we were doing some video projects in uh like outside of class like some sort of wannabe jackass stuff before jackass um <laughs> screwing with people and just general mischief sort of videos and sketches yeah. and all that stuff we did that in college um these uh, other two dudes from my high school that went to college with me and we were all in the same calculus class and <laughs> calculus sucked and i wasn't very good at that and i had been good at math my entire life and i was like this is not math i hate this stuff and so we pieced out or i pieced out of that at least and um and I was like, these are way more fun making these videos. And then some other movies that come out around that time, they were like very sort of like Indian small feeling, but had made it. And I was like, mm -hmm. dude, I could do that. <laughs> and uh, so we sort of went down that path and I'll, and then I'd opted out of uh, mechanical engineering, got into video production um, at Fresno State and graduated with a broadcast production degree a couple of years later. So that's sort of how it all started. And then once I was there, I'm like, oh okay, yeah, I'm going to make movies. I'd already had a movie that um was done somewhere around 2002 uh sometimes people wear black shirts is the name of that and no one's heard of it because very few people have seen it but um i think it's hilarious most people don't and so <laughs> there's that and then you know it, it was a full-time filmmaker video production company owner co-owner sort of scenario since then basically so yeah that's that's how i got a start i always thought it was cool but i it was just like totally inaccessible when i was 12 or whatever yeah, and I feel like that's a lot of like uh, what people consider like entertain like the high end of entertainment, like making like movies and commercials and like TV shows. It seems so like far out of reach for a lot of people. Yeah. And like, because even like growing up, I loved like movies and all that. And yeah. I used to watch the behind the scenes when I was like eight or nine years old. And like, so, and it always did feel like it was like, it's such a magical far off land yeah, like right. other people don't do that like clearly right. that's not a person's job that just happens yeah. somewhere in a laboratory yeah yeah and yeah. it honestly uh it didn't even click with me until uh one of my friends that i graduated with a couple of years after high school he made a, mo a movie on two thousand dollar budget oh. and i was like huh <laughs> it's not awful it's yeah, like was, a thing yeah it's i was like, like that's, done. that's interesting <laughs> and, uh, he was actually my first guest because i was like i need to talk to him about this experience and stuff sure um, but uh yeah so it seems like you just you kind of as soon as you like had a had the grasp to it like as soon as you were able to like kind of get to it you went for it and then immediately after you graduated you just kind of I need to yeah right went into, into it full-time yeah, yeah. I and mean, I think that's that's fairly accurate you know it just like it seemed very approachable and doable and you know you just start putting scenes together you write some 
you know, you write a script, you make it sort of derivative off of other stuff you've seen and mm-hmm. hopefully it's a little bit original and then you go try to shoot it. And I think if you have, you know, from my perspective, it's like I had a bunch of smart ass friends and I just want to make a movie about smart asses. I mean, that's what yeah. it came down to. And so like, that's what I did. Um, <laughs> and that's sort of informed a lot of the stuff I've sent, done since then. I mean, that's what I think is funny. So that's sort yeah. of what I do. It's not a lot of the stuff's not super what you would call cinematic necessarily. Like the other mm-hmm. stuff I shoot for other clients and stuff is, but a lot yeah. of what I do is like simpler, comedically based. Like just get to the jokes. Don't let all that other stuff get in the way, right. um, for better or for worse. But that's a lot of times how it ends up being. So um, that's that's more the style of director I am. Often with my own stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. And it seemed like when I was watching the teaser trailer for brick madness it did seem mm-hmm. like it was more of like a you're there because it, it looked it's a mockumentary right like that's what yeah, it, yeah yeah so okay. it's a fake documentary yeah we were i talked to some dudes from toronto was that last night two nights ago and um they the one dude he watched the first half hour of it and then he called the other guy and he's like wait this is a real this is a real thing right <laughs> this is a documentary and he's like no dude it's all made up and he's like dude, my ears are fucking bleeding. Cause that is not, that's real. All those dudes are real. Like that's a real thing. And he's like, no man, it's all made up. He's like, dude, no way. And so I was like, that's a yeah. good compliment for him to think that, a you know, totally made up fake thing yeah. starring me and my brother and a bunch of my friends is like real. I was like, that's awesome. I'll take it. Yeah. So, and yeah. the only thing that really immediately was like, that told me it was a mockumentary or something that wasn't completely real real was i saw richard spite jr in it yeah richard spate yeah he richard was uh he was on a movie that i was um the uh became up on mm-hmm. uh two years before that or something like that and so i'd kept um contact with him and i was like hey man um be in this thing i'll just have you there <laughs> one day and we'll just like work on it and we'll we'll just um spit back and forth until we get some some good lines for this scene and uh a couple scenes and so that's basically what we did. And yeah, he was great. Super nice guy. You hooked it up, man. He was great. Yeah. And like, I know him from uh, like watching Supernatural. Supernatural. And then I saw, yeah. I remembered him in Band of Brothers too. Cause that was totally love that. And yeah, so that's when great, I, was like, I was like, wait, I recognize him. <laughs> and then <laughs> can't I can't quite be fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or real or whatever. Yeah. Um, so is, so is Brick Madness uh, re- releasing uh how is how is the release four like, days ago yeah, okay. yeah i know so so we started doing pre-sales a few days ago and um that's disc only so right now we're doing blu-ray and dvd and shortly thereafter so the, those are going to ship around uh december 15th we're going to send all those out and we got these Brickmaster editions super fun um made our own lego character what they call minifig so made a custom one of those and we have all these other collector's cards all this other fun stuff in there right for like this this uh, pre-order Brickmaster edition. So I've been working on that a bunch and it's super fun, I think. And so then on the 22nd of December, we have the Amazon premiere. So that's when that oh, hits. Nice. And then you can start buying it digitally. You can get it lots of other ways uh, shortly thereafter. So it'll be on, you know, I, I don't know exactly which AVOD, TVOD, SVOD sorts of things. That's what we, you know, all the video on demand right. stuff, certain, you know, either they're, um, uh, either you can buy them or you can rent them or you can stream them sort of idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it will be available on a variety <laughs> of other uh, platforms at some point. So that's where we're aiming for. But, you know, we want to sell some DVDs and some Blu-rays first. 
for a variety of reasons. And um, <laughs> I, I want anyone out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want anyone out there that can, you know, uh, kick down on that. I think it's fun. Yeah. I think, I think it's cool that you get to keep it and yeah, it's just yeah. a little bit different, you know, and I, I like to throw back a little bit, um, you know, like buying an LP or something. It's, it's something cool you can hold in your hand and be like, Oh, a dude made this. Like, yeah, with yeah. It all, it's not just like, Oh, this is some like, amorphous thing but that a major right. international conglomerate shit out you know like no this is like something that people made and they they really care about it and it meant the world to them over right. the last 11 years that it took them to right. make so <laughs> yeah that's that's the deal nice yeah and i i i i'm starting to like i went completely like to the digital side when it, everything first started i was like oh this is perfect everything's great and then yeah. i realized if, I've been, if any of these companies ever go under, like the, yeah. movie, the like the movies on demand thing where you buy it digitally and you get to keep it digitally. Yeah, sure. If that app ever shuts down. Yeah. You just like it's gone, everything. man. Who's you yeah. don't own those servers. Right. You exactly. own the license to the <laughs> yeah. to the option to see it if they let you, basically. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah that's a very mother may I sort of situation, which right. is not good in the long term. I yeah, mean, Apple did that. I mean, Apple sort of screwed some people. They had music on their own mm-hmm. phone that they or their, you know, whatever their device was that they bought. And then iTunes went in and was like, well, that's not part of our service anymore. So you can't have it there. <laughs> and they're like, well, what the, I bought this shit, dude. What right. do you mean? I can't, and it was the whole debacle. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there is something to the idea of just like, you know, it's Bitcoin. It's like, not your keys, not your coin. So it's, it's like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not your disc, not your music to some right. extent. I'm not a purist or anything about that stuff, but it is nice to be able to have some stuff just sitting there. Right. Yeah. And it's always, and I always loved um, getting like the nice, like the, the artistic like yeah. sets and the cases with like, cause I People always put, thought they were cool. Yeah. They put time into it. You know, that's, there's artistic ideas behind that and it's not Mm -hmm. just the song and hopefully it's a little less replaceable you know it's like when you when you zero stuff on spotify on a on a predetermined playlist that's just like randomized nonsense and you're like oh that song's good but i'll probably i might never hear that again i don't know the (laughs) name of the band who gives a shit anymore next song right and it's just like that's such a i don't know i don't don't like that approach to like my media very much Mm -hmm. so so i had a disc (laughs) yeah I know it it kind of does take away from um like that experience of like saying okay I'm picking up this album and I'm listening to the full album of this band with this like yeah. artwork like this whole thing and uh that's one thing that I've noticed like as I've listened to more and more music like growing up um the one thing I noticed is that music from like the 60s 70s 80s and even into the 90s they were albums like they weren't just sure. a bunch of singles you know they all had like even if they weren't like a concept album they all had their own like unique like uh like theme they're telling through. the story yeah it's yeah. the beginning middle and then they try to yeah. go they try to riff off of some common concept yeah. even if it wasn't a concept album like you're saying but still like they try to make something that belonged together right. right it wasn't just a bunch of songs that are loosely assembled in in a row Right. And I think that's definitely more what people sort of have allowed them to get away with these days in the last, like you're saying, For maybe sure. 20 years or whatever. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, I don't, you know, I'm a huge tool fan and, you know, they come out with an oh, album. <laughs> we went up, um, I put on Facebook like three months before it came out. Cause you knew when the day was going to come out and everything. Yeah, I yeah. was like in three months, we're going to go walk up this mountain and we're going to go bring a stereo and we're going to listen to this thing. If you want to join me, go for it. <laughs> and it was great, man. We just listened to the whole thing. And it, yeah. people were like, Hey Mandy, I'm like, shut the fuck up. No talking. And we just listened <laughs> to this, this album in its entirety. And it was awesome. And I liked it. Yeah. So yeah that means something to me yeah it's so. it's it's an interesting thing that i think a lot of people like even my age like i'm mid-20s and mm-hmm. um like if unless you've had that connection to like older material or um it's your interest you kind of don't think anything of it when you're like yeah oh, they sure put out a new album and it's like five songs and they're all just singles and it's like it's <laughs> not like an album already, yeah they released three of them over the summer you know <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah what kinda, is this yeah that's that's a that's not even ep yeah right it's yeah. A weird thing <laughs> yeah and but that's just yeah. the uh the immediate that's what's become yeah everything sure. just has to be like put out and it, and it's so refreshing when an artist does put out like uh like a 15 song album yeah that is like that and i know that like um there's a few artists that i listen to nowadays that do like do that they're not as popular um but even just like somebody like taylor swift in the spring she put out like a, a album that was just like that it was very like tone like tonally it fit like a same theme and stuff and i was like huh this yeah. is really refreshing for somebody that's considered like a pop artist to like yeah totally she's not without merit i mean i, I it's oh, not yeah. like i sit there and rock her stuff but i mean oh. <laughs> she definitely is trying to you know be an actual real artist and and yeah. has been so far oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah no i yeah, I know. And I, I've been, there's a few people that I've been liking more since like their pop days, like Harry Styles is the same way. Like he's, gone, oh, really? his stuff is really cool. It's still got like that, like modern pop edge to it, but it's still like, okay. It's very creative in the way that he thinks, you know, now listening to this stuff, you're like, he was, he was writing all that stuff for One Direction. <laughs> you're like, he was really the, the creative. That's funny. And stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so you're, so you got brick madness and I want to ask you how, so you said it took 11 years. Yeah. Um, I guess the main question is to start off is like, why did it take, um, like what was yeah, a variety the of things? Okay. It's, it's my fault. I mean, really when it comes down <laughs> to it, it's like, okay. you know, I'm the dude helming the ship and, um, you know, I have a day job as, as a filmmaker, as a video production. Yeah, yeah company owner and runner co-owner and co-runner mm-hmm. and and all those things and so you got to do a lot of that stuff and so sometimes it's just hard to go home you know to go shoot for 10 hours and then go home and edit sure. for four hours like that's rough and um so we would we would deal with that stuff a little bit and we would also have the situation that um you know it just took a while to find gaps to be able to film in mm-hmm. you know that definitely happened and so yeah just just issues around those sorts of things. Uh, we shot a couple years in a row at mm. a certain uh, brick convention. So a place called Bricks by the Bay here in California. And so we were finding time to get all this stuff together. We were trying to work around my actual schedule during, you know, of normally making movies, all that stuff. And so we had a lot of reasons why it took so long. And then uh, yeah. in the last three years or so, because we did a premiere of it um, three years ago now. 
And since then, it's been mainly trying to find distribution, trying to find the right company to take it, trying to like play a bunch of those games. And that right. the that game has changed a lot, even in the last three years, certainly in the last five or six or eight, you know, since we started mm -hmm. 2009 or whatever, it's a totally different deal. So that's yeah. been a large part of it too, is just like finding a way to, um, to get it out there and in like, even understand how that landscape is when it's constantly changing. Yeah. I, cause when, uh, you initially like, uh, when we initially were like talking on, um, and, uh, you said 11 years, I was like, oh, I, I wasn't sure if it was uh, your own project or a project you were doing like through your company or anything like that. So I was like, huh, that's an interesting, like, I was wondering yeah. like what, if this was like your pat, like a passion project kind of thing throughout the years, like, is that? No, it's both. I mean, you know, the company is, is it, it's the company's paying for it, but I'm also paying for it personally. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, when you're, you're calling over a company or whatever, it's sort of right. all in a lot of ways in the same bag, but um, mm -hmm. you know, the company essentially paid for the whole thing. And we are, uh, there's, what would I say? There's a variety of reasons that it just took so long that are totally my fault at times. And then totally just happenstance. Right. It just right, went right. down that way. You know, we went through multiple, it was all on, uh, if anyone out there knows what video production editing programs are, it was all on, on oh, a Mac on final yeah. cut pro. And then it was on these sorts of um, hard drives and all this stuff. And then we transferred everything over and then we went to Premiere and then we went to windows and then now it's on like totally different stuff. And so yeah. there was a lot of that stuff that happened too, which gotcha. you know anything about computers just sucks. Yeah, like that's it doesn't, not fun to do. No, especially so, going from like, uh, like two different editing softwares that totally have yeah. nothing so to do with each other. No, you're just tracking down all the problems and yeah, these little yeah. things. And you're like, should I have done this? And they're like, well, I got to do this because these reasons <laughs> they gave up on that yeah, old software, yeah. all this. Right. <laughs> so eventually you get it done. But nice. yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, it, when I was watching it, it, uh, I just, I, I, the first thing I thought of was being a little kid and like picturing myself, like making these things. And like, yeah, cause yeah, I, yeah. I was a big Lego guy and, uh, sure. and, uh, so it's 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 really fun to watch that and be like, oh, I can't wait to see that just to see like the Lego <laughs> aspect of it, and then yeah. to have like grown people thrown in the mix that are like little kids. Yeah, yeah, they're all about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they're, and it's they're great. so excited to be doing this stuff, and you know, they're they you know what we're trying to get across in a lot of ways by the end of the movie is like this is an art form just like anything else, just oh, like for sure, yeah. sculpting or painting or writing or making mm -hmm. a song or whatever. I mean, they just use a different medium for their art. And so it's, it's like this really um, beautiful confluence of different types of thing in life that we don't really think of that way. You're like, it is a toy. It is a game. It is right. fun. It is creative. It is something that you can build art out of. Like what's mm -hmm. to dislike about that? They right. cost a lot. That's, right. that's mainly the reason. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not yeah. bagging on Lego. I'm just like, you spent a lot of money on Lego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know I, uh, I've been wanting to, my goal in the next like few years is to one, be able to purchase the Death Star Lego yeah, and then two, one. be able to big it or uh, build it. And I'm like, and then yeah. you look at the price, you're like, oh my God, it's almost like, it's <laughs> like six investment. or $700. Something. Yeah. Right. Oh I can't get an old beater Honda, Honda Accord yeah. for that price. <laughs> for real. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like, Oh, that's like half, that's like half my rent kind of thing. Um, but <laughs> totally. yeah, it's, a, so it's, it's fun. It's fun to like watch those things. Cause it's something that like a lot of people, uh, like it's, it's another like thing of childhood that you kind of lose. Um, sure. 
is that the dark ages they call it yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for people who got back into it you know they yeah. call it the dark ages they're like oh, i was you know i was like 10 and i loved it and then i got to be 16 and everyone's like right. oh what are you doing you suck yeah and i was like hey, yeah this sucks you're right and then 25 <laughs> i got money again in a little bit of time yeah. I'm like, this doesn't suck you guys were right. wrong you lied to me I know. Yeah. And it's like, it, and for me, I can't really like draw or anything. So painting and drawing is kind of like, yeah, no, I'm it's not as, it. yeah, it's not as calming as like everybody is like painting and yeah. they're like, oh, this is so therapeutic. And I'm like, are you <laughs> like no, I'm like a baboon in here trying <laughs> yeah. to put together a transmission, man. Right. This is not therapeutic. I'm terrible at this. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and like you said, like a couple of years ago, I, I, I was like in the, I was in Target or Walmart or whatever, and I was just strolling by one of the aisles, yeah. the Lego aisle, and I took uh -huh. a little glance to my left, I locked eyes, I locked <laughs> eyes. And like, oh, the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she sees me with her eye. <laughs> yeah. I have my eye on her as well. Yeah. It's quite the encounter. And then, yep, took a nice little step to my left, <laughs> walked down the aisle, and I just, I grabbed like uh, one of those like seven or eight dollar ones that is. Oh, yeah it's just it's like a, a fun little was, thing yeah like and i went pieces. home yeah and i went home and i built it and i was like i need to do more like this is great <laughs> this is great it's like this is this is like the this is the drug don't do drugs such a, everybody, such, yeah. Yeah. this is a rush <laughs> this is what they should have put up to it yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't do drugs if you're going to make it lego Lego, Lego yeah. Legos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it they're fun, man. They're totally yeah. fun. And yeah, I, I'm a little um I feel a little guilty. I'm like, oh, I made this whole movie about Lego. They're like, hey, you must know a lot about it. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you must do it all the time. I'm like, nah, I've been trying to make this movie, man. I haven't had time to play with it. I got a bunch at all these Lego conventions I went to and all that stuff. And I got a bunch sitting there from when I'm a kid, and I'm like, no time, no time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I gotta finish the thing first, then you right. know, that party time so then you can enjoy the spoils yeah sure exactly <laughs> my one my one man war against myself exactly yeah. <laughs> well that's uh that's awesome now was lego like did lego uh give you like right to no that's why it, for one we didn't seek it it seemed like it was a boondoggle and it was just going to be really rough to like you know pin our star on that and then have them be like mm, no and we're right. like but but and you know it just it yeah. would have been rough so we're, we said we decided early on like that wasn't going to be probably a good idea and also we had a lot more leeway within uh our universe once we called it bricks once we decided like oh we can actually have the guy who runs this company here in the movie and like mm -hmm we can we can enforce our world in a much different way than we would be able to do if we did something like you know a well-known product like lego where they're like that's not the ceo of lego you're stupid and, you know like in our movie it is you know right. it just sort of sucks. so we made some sort of strategic decisions about that um yeah what one crazy thing is so there's a dude named uh, rupert clough within the movie um, that's his character's name his real name is carl merriam so carl merriam used to work for me at um the video production company he used to do editing and shooting great guy and he has always been really good at lego i'm not i don't think i really thought of the idea and tried to make the movie in the first place because of carl or anything but he definitely i realized like oh shoot you're really good at this you'll help this will be great all these things <laughs> yeah. anyway so dude, you know, built a lot of the mocks, what they call my own creation. He built a lot of the mocks within the movie and um, just phenomenal stuff. And he's just an artist and all this. And I was like, this guy's really good at this. 
and cut to a couple years later and he gets a call from Denmark or whatever. And they're like, Hey, we heard you're good at this stuff. Do you want to try out to see if you could be a master builder? And he's like, well, what? And like, <laughs> I'm from this little podunk town here in California. Like I, what? Yeah. No, I just do this is for fun. Anyway, he, he ends up going over to Denmark cuts a, you know, a month later, dude moves to Denmark. He works. He's a Lego set designer in oh Denmark God. for Lego. Yeah. So if you go buy stuff in the store, there was a, a Saturn V rocket. Um, I think, I think that was the one. Anyway, he, he, if you, you went to target, you saw stuff that he designed, like no doubt. That's awesome. So the dude who made stuff for my movie, our movie <laughs> um, was out doing that. So yeah, it's, it's cool, man. It's crazy. That is, that's crazy. That's such yeah. like a, so he was just like a casual, like, well, quote unquote, casual, like builder. And, and- yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And we went incredible. to, it's a trip too. Cause we went to um, bricks by the bay, the first year, I think it was the first year. Cause we went there to like fill it out and to feel it out and to interview mm-hmm. people that were actual, what they call AFOL adult fans of Lego. So we went there to <laughs> go talk to all these people and like, we're like, Hey, there's these characters in our movie. One's called Ricky six and he sucks. Did talk shit about him. And then, Hey, there's this other guy, Max Graham. Like he's, he's Mr. Miyagi and you have reverence for him, but shit went down. You're weird about it. So talk about him. <laughs> So anyway, we put all these people within the AFL world into the movie and um, sort of fed them concepts. And then Carl was competing in, they don't really have competition in the same way that we have competition in our movie. That's sort of a fictitious thing that we came up with, but mm-hmm. they do have ways to, you know, have best of, and, and a lot of, um, what would you call uh, a lot of things that they determine who the winner is just based on very subjective things which is great sure but yeah. um it's not how ours is within the movie as yeah. <laughs> so anyway they do um he won like a bunch of awards like he cleaned up at that thing and it wow. was weird too because we were going and we're like oh yeah carl's pretty good at this stuff and then like then the last day of the thing we're like dude carl's really good at this shit. <laughs> like i had no idea he's like top tier so yeah obviously that worked out in the long yeah. run for him <laughs> yeah that's that's really interesting. I, it was fun, man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, your the company is called Blair Media, right? Yeah, Blair Media is a video production company. I run it with uh, my partner Blake Barnett, and uh, yeah, that's it's cool, man. He does mainly uh, what we call front of house, so he's mainly dealing with the sales and making sure everything's in order and 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 making sure we get the jobs and then i'm more concerned with back at house like actual production actually going out on set actually doing the editing that sort of stuff so what has been like from the uh have you so you've done like music videos commercials um Mm -hmm. now movies yep uh what is what has been kind of like your favorite thing like at a like a music video or like a commercial or a movie what's kind of the one that you're like it comes on your desk and you're like, ah, yes, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I would say that Brick Madness far and away, I, not to plug or whatever, but I'm just <laughs> saying like, I had the most fun on that that I could have on anything because like, mm-hmm. it was our thing. You know, our team came up with it. These are all my friends, people that I love. And like, we came up with it together. We went and executed. We had like just the most fun, you know, there's room for improv. So we're making things up on set. So things are better than I ever imagined that they would be once we actually did them. So there's like, in the sense of accomplishment of like, you know, yesterday, nothing existed. Now something existed. Now these 10 scenes exist. That's crazy. Right. So that's, that's something that um, you can't really compare when you're doing other people's productions. Um, yeah. It is also potentially fraught with far more calamity and problems mm-hmm. and all those things. So you, 
you go willingly into that knowing like, oh, this could completely explode. And also knowing that like, <laughs> I have to actually finish this and get it to people and allow people to see it and all those other things. So, yeah. Um, so I don't spend my whole life doing that because it's, it's tough, man. That's, that's a big racket. Uh, yeah. yeah. Spike Lee said straight up and straight up and down film work is hard shit. And that's a very <laughs> clear to the point quote yeah. about what it is. So I yeah. would say that um, uh, aside from that, we did another movie called um, time crafters last year, uh, Malcolm McDowell. So one of my favorite movies, clockwork orange, a oh, clockwork orange. Mm -hmm. Um, awesome movie. Malcolm McDowell is in, uh, obviously, um, as a, uh, what's this, Alex DeLarge. Um, but uh, that was really cool meeting him. He was on that movie. Uh, Denise Richards was on it. Uh, I was the DP on that. One of my buddies that we worked on another movie a long time before worked out. That was last year. That was super fun. We had a good time. Went up to uh, the coast, uh, Northern California. Had a good time. We shot on like a, rear projection screen in a studio down in LA. So that was really cool. That was about a year and a half ago or something like that. And that, that's awesome. Yeah. We're going to go be able to watch that in a couple of weeks or so. They're, they're going to have oh, some wow. sort of virtual premiere or something. I don't know. Yeah. Is now, how can people get, like, uh, get access to that? Uh, I don't know exactly how that's coming out yet. That's okay. got bigger, what you would call it, you know, bigger legs or whatever than gotcha. does because it's got bigger people in it. So in some other, there's other people in it that people would recognize for sure. Um, so that will be some sort of really, you know, major distribution of some sort might get on Hulu or Netflix or something like that, but also, wow. yeah. you know, uh, something cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And that's called time crafters. Yeah. Time crafters, um, nice. the treasure of pirates cove, something to that effect. Yeah. Nice. Um, and what is, so what is like a, can you give us like a synopsis about like what that, what that's all yeah about? yeah it's um goonies with a time machine i mean i would say this <laughs> yeah, is basically perfect. what it is yeah <laughs> sounds great it, it was fun man yeah yeah it's a kid's movie but it's also it's adult enough i mean it's definitely like it's something that a family could enjoy that sort of thing yeah and uh it was just it was a lot of fun to work on we had you know once again like all my friends were on there we we're all doing right. the crew together <laughs> and that was a good time and uh rick spala the director was super great to work with and yeah, just really went into it. And there's a ton of other productions we've done that are just so fun. Or like, you know, we've, I went to uh, Thailand and Hong Kong and uh, Mongolia and all over Europe and all those places. And there's there's things that you're like, oh man, this is awesome. Just to be here, just to be getting paid for it, just to be able to make something that like you have a lot of control over. For sure. um, yeah, that's very you know yeah, i'm that, very grateful for awesome. any of those situations <laughs> yeah. yeah totally it's it's a lot of work because even just like i've made like gaming videos and i know even just sitting down and editing and stuff makes it so tedious sometimes sure but just having fun like either playing with your friends and like the, that process makes that yeah. like like work that you do afterwards like work worth it. there's like the there's like that middle part where you're like all right now the next step here we go yeah yeah Let's cut this yeah. 40 minute like film into 18 minutes and try to make it like somewhat Watchable. entertaining. Yeah. 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 That's the rough part, man. I mean, yeah. it's all, 
and especially in the room sometimes too with comedy especially it's like oh, it's a lot of times you're like oh this is hilarious we're right. so funny look at this and then you get home and you're like what was that shit yeah it, it's like it's sort of even if no one's high it's like a bunch of you know stoners around yeah. laughing at their hands and you're like it's not that funny dude right. not funny at all and like you're the sober person in the room except for it's later and you're like oh our movie sucks now yeah um, so yeah Hopefully, always, hopefully you get back and you got something to work with. Right. Yeah, I know. And I always in my like I've never I've understood comedy to the point where I don't understand how uh people just know that something is gonna be funny. Like you have these directors and writers that like when they make a movie, it just seems like yeah. every time they make a movie, it's it's funny, you know, like and of course some of that is testing like different lines with people and all that stuff, but there's always that notion that like they're they're gonna write a joke and it's probably gonna land you know and it's that interesting like how do you know what like a majority of people are gonna think is funny you know yeah well you i mean for one you can't you can't know what's gonna make other people funny (laughs) what's gonna make other people laugh or other people are gonna find funny There's, there's a couple things there for one what makes people laugh what people think is funny and what people think is like humorous to where it gets funnier over time those are very often three distinctly different things. So someone might think a funny, a scene is funny, but never laugh until there's a, a button or like the actual kicker moment or the actual right. punch, like the, the click at the end of the punchline, whatever it happens to be like, right, right, right. there's all those little things that that's the thing that actually makes them laugh. You were just like prepping them for that right. with the yeah. buildup. So there's a couple things there that like I've thought a lot about. Whether this movie is funny or not, I don't know, but I, I definitely know that I, <laughs> I thought about this a lot. Yeah. So there's those things. There's also the idea that like you can only make yourself laugh or you can only mm. make your crew laugh. Like you can't, you, you can't make something for other people, no matter what it is, drama or um, comedy or music or whatever it happens to be. Like you have to, you have to do the thing that you want to do um, because you can't, you'll never be able to, um, you'll never be able to mastermind and game the system of what everyone else wants. That's basically impossible. So (laughs) you make yourself happy. You make a thing that consistently makes you laugh. And and hopefully like, as you're making it, you're able to pack more jokes in, pack more ideas, pack more Mm -hmm. innuendos, pack more like um, things that you might not see until the second or third time. Um, Right. and, And I, you know, there's a lot of jokes in the movie and people are like, Oh, that was a dumb little joke. Ha ha. And I'm like, there's there's 10 reasons like i could write a yeah. small i could write an essay about why that's funny to me yeah like i have a i have a fairly good understanding of why it's funny to me not to say anyone else will think it's worth a shit right. <laughs> but at least to me i'm like well here's why and yeah i don't know i don't know if most like people that are into that like understand it to that level or want to or care or anything or a lot of people are just like well it's funny and you're like why and I'm right because like, it is and they're like all right, right. good enough man <laughs> Yeah, I, I like to, uh, so I'm, I, I love like stand up comedy and stuff. And I think that is one of the toughest forms of like entertainment, like, yeah, trying to entertain that, like crowd and like set up jokes and have it work and the stage presence and everything. It's, it's, it's impressive when somebody does it to the extent yeah. that's like everybody laughs kind of thing. And, and it's uh, so precise too. Yeah. It, it is even when it even, you know, you, you have your Lucy K's that are very like conversational and just seems right. like you sort of like, Oh, and what about this? And like thinking of it in the moment, and you're like, that's a hundred percent predetermined. Yeah. Like every little pause he's doing to like 
figure out what he's talking about. That's all predetermined. Right. Just as much I as know, the Jerry yeah. Seinfeld thing is like every syllable is in the right position. Right, and that's yeah. how that joke goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so precise. Always. Yeah. And it's, and it's, there's guys that just, uh, or people in general, because it's men and yeah, women yeah. that just are, um, they're so good with that timing. And obviously, yeah. they, and the one thing that they always say is, it's just, well, I bombed a hundred times doing the wrong <laughs> timing. And that's, yeah. and I figured out the right timing. And I was like, that is such like a, like gut punch for like, say you do like 20 shows, like, or you're at like open mics and stuff. And I'm like, sure, that is tough. Cause I was like, even starting out as a musician, like people are generous when you're starting oh, yeah. out. Like, <laughs> it's like, people are generous, but when it comes to their humor, they are not generous. Yeah. Like, oh like, uh, yeah, yeah. Either you like, made oh me God. laugh or you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> right. there's no middle ground, right? There's no like. Oh, it's a, it was fine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you suck. Fuck you. Yeah, Get off yeah, the stage. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, it's immediate. Yeah, I know that's a tough place to be, man. And um, yeah, yeah, there's there's nothing I think that compares to that. I haven't actually done stand up. I I wrote some bits and all that. I got like a, mm -hmm. maybe a five minute set that I'd like to do someday. I was actually trying to do it at the beginning of this year and then these stupid sickness went around um yeah. but um yeah well one of these days we'll see i'll, I'll bomb my 10 times and then be like yeah. nope done yeah and like <laughs> what's funny is like it's it's honestly like it just seems like the people that can stick it out through those like those things and it, and it kind of represents like anything you're doing but um like sticking it out through those times where it doesn't work or it doesn't seem like it's working and but still knowing hey that joke is going to land at some point or like yeah we'll finish that movie or like that song will be like good. We just have to get through the rough patches of it. And eventually we'll figure out the formula that like made it work. Sure. And it's only, you know, something that works, something that screams and something that fails often is only like 5% difference. It's yeah. such a little tiny thing. And um, you can see in conversation too, when you're talking to people, if you try to pitch a joke and like someone else, like, butts in about something else and so you have to wait two more seconds to pitch it right. i realized at some point i'm like oh it's not worth it anymore it won't actually work because yeah. someone else said something and you know there's no malice there or anything like that you're just like nope leave it on the ground it's it's just right. not gonna play just leave it there because <laughs> it won't work anymore but that takes a while to sort of understand when that will or won't happen Mm -hmm. um so yeah comedy is a bitch man it's super yeah. hard so i hope people think the movie's funny you know i've watched it enough times in enough places with people <laughs> that it's got a good response and and it's always funny they're like no i actually laughed out loud like i was not <laughs> expecting that and i was like i was actually that was really funny you know and so yeah. i got some of those responses it's great well, even with even with the trailer uh, it it was starting to like make me smile a little bit just watching the trailer because I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. These characters are so like kind of outlandish, but like I can picture, like I can see them as real people, you know? Like it's yeah, like, I mean that's that's the goal, you know, normal yeah. actual life but amped up is what we're right. aiming for. Um, yeah, and uh, I think especially Ricky, um, play, as played by Anthony Taylor, he has mm -hmm. such good lines in the trailer, and there's just like very <laughs> tight moments, you know, because that's what you in a trailer, obviously, you can't have like a, a you know, a 20 second lead up to a joke, you know, right. it has to be like three words, um, build, uh, yeah, three words set up, two word punchline out, yeah. And he has a couple of those <laughs> that are like, oh, that's perfect, yeah. There was one where he's like signing the autograph. And he goes, yeah. is it an A or an O? And she goes, it's an A. And he goes, well, well I already wrote an O. 
and that's him making that up on the spot. Like that was a hundred percent Anthony. We sent eight, six people through the line or whatever it was. And that was one of the great ones. And I'm like, God damn, it's so good, man. Yeah. It's just so fast. You immediately gave up on her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and he He's like has his he has his like shirt over his hand to shake her. Yeah, hand. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's an old uh, that was something I saw on um Conan like oh, 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, Horatio Sands comes on and then Conan, if you remember him from SNL a long time ago oh, and course, yeah. and and uh her uh Conan slips his hand into like a um uh, a trash bag or whatever, like a Ziploc <laughs> bag and then shakes his hand. And I was like that's funny. So yeah. yeah, that's that's one of those things too. You have to pull stuff from, you know, there's jokes in the movie from Mad Magazine from 1991, mm-hmm. like some little things here and there. <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff from The Simpsons, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of sort of repurposed jokes from The Simpsons that we put in there that who knows if modern audiences will remember or you know, <laughs> or any of that shit. But it makes me and my friends laugh, and that's all we really cared about, you know. Yeah, and you'll always you'll always, as long as people can understand the care and understand the entertainment and be like as long as they can like be feel like they're in it yeah some of those jokes that don't land won't necessarily not land with just those people but they'll still be invested in it where it's not like detrimental to the actual yeah you know because like there's shows and like they'll make a reference and i'll be like i didn't get that but i don't stop watching the show you know like it's not yeah always mean it's always the jokes have to hit different people you know no and i always think i always say like if we can if 50 percent of the people don't get this awesome because that is a way funnier (laughs) joke to me like i don't like the funniest jokes to me are not the ones that everyone gets ever right so like i'm not chasing after broad comedy in general like man Mm. hits self in face like that's you know you can you can pepper that stuff in a little bit here and there but that's not the point of any of the comedy hopefully yeah it's like trying to be as specific and tight as possible while getting enough people to get it. Like, mm-hmm. like um, within filmmaking in general, as a director, you're like, you're deciding the most precise way to give out information and the correct time to, to give that information out. Like that's yeah. basically your job. That's what David Fincher sort of paraphrasing says. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's the same exact thing with comedy. You're like, you're trying to decide exactly what information to give out when and as long as you deliver that correctly is like it, not even like in the type of style of delivery of the joke, but more of like getting it to the people to where they understand exactly what the setup is and exactly what the punchline was. Then if they laugh or not, that's not my problem. <laughs> I mean, it, it's my problem, but that's not my predilection. Like I'm not right. aiming toward that. I'm aiming toward them getting the thing that I think is hilarious or that, yeah. you know, and I don't want to put it on me. This is not most of this is not about me. Most of this is about the other people in the movie that I think are really mm-hmm. funny, my, my friends. And a lot of other people wrote the jokes. You know, all the people in the movie basically wrote the jokes and, and that sort of stuff as we were doing it. We did a bunch of writers weekends. So we did mm-hmm. like two, three weekends where we all got together and just did nothing but write for 48 hours and, you know, eat, sleep, write. And, and um, that was pretty much it. So, so we all contributed to that. And then we had, you know, improv on set yeah. sometimes too so now did you have scenes did you have scenes that you were filming and you were just kind of like this is going to be like a conversation between two people but we just want them to be their characters and like there's not really a like we you like have this is the topic that they're talking about or this is the moment but the lines aren't technically written like Um, so it's like just yeah we did a little bit of that we only you know uh richard spade has that so he's making up his stuff 
along with uh, the lead um, Matt, who plays Seth. They're making up their up their stuff on the spot. We did a few versions of that. Um, it, it, I was trying to sort of emulate this discussion they have in Fight Club, where <laughs> you know Brad Pitt and Edward Norton do that, and I'd heard them talking about mm. it, and I was like, oh, that seems fun. Our movie's completely different, obviously. Sure. <laughs> There's nothing with that, but it seemed like yeah. a good way to do that in the scenario that I had with Richard. So he has one of those. Um, whenever we're doing interviews, like straight up interviews, we're like get through the dialogue that we have written down and then we'll just do another 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And so all that stuff is a lot of those best pieces are just the stuff that they made up on the spot. As long as we sort of block and tackle, like, you know, like pull the audience along right, with the stuff right, that right. we need them to know. And then we move on to the other stuff. So it's sort of line Um, you know, <laughs> like you do an Adam McKay movie or something like that, but it's right, not, right, we didn't right. do like 10 versions of a thing hardly ever. Okay. We didn't have time. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no time. So we did three versions of a thing and right. moved on. Yeah. So there's no, there's going to be no gag reel of. <laughs> there's, there's not the gag reel of those things. Yeah. yeah no. like, uh, like the other guys, like Adam. McKay. I never, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember if I saw that one or not, but yes, it's, I know what yeah. you're talking about. And they have a few scenes where on their gag reel, it's literally just the same scene and it's just like Will Ferrell and. Uh, Mark Wahlberg just making yeah, up yeah. other lines, and then you've got like, Michael same Keaton. Stuff. Yeah, Michael uh-huh. Keaton making up lines, which was great. They actually had a running gag that you might appreciate, where the captain, which is Michael Keaton, uh-huh. he continuously makes uh, TLC references. Oh, like, that's funny. Song titles throughout the whole. Yeah, movie. yeah, waterfalls. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's and uh, funny. Will Ferrell's character is like, "Are you kidding me?" Like TLC, and he goes, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> that's a good bit yeah yeah i don't that's really funny i don't remember that at all i mean i feel like i watched part of the movie and it had to leave or whatever it was yeah, the situation yeah. was but that's funny man yeah we yeah. did a documentary that was super fun actually we did a documentary called um the art of organized noise about this um producing group called organized noise and they did the beat and everything they made the song waterfalls basically along with tlc yeah and a number of other songs that are like really big that was one of the first things that was you know basically the first thing i got on netflix and was on like a front page for a couple weeks and all that and it was really cool so is it still there uh i think they took it off of netflix i don't actually know because someone else asked me like a couple weeks ago like hey how do i find that and i was like i don't know where it is man it wasn't (laughs) I'm not the production company or anything like that. Right. You know, it was um, through uh, Quincy Jones, QD3 and, um, gotcha. and Queen Latifah and all that. But, um, but yeah, I don't know where that is, but it's a cool doc. <laughs> if you can, if you can find it, it's, it's interesting. These are legit. Yeah. And what and is the, it? It's called the, the art of organized noise. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's definitely worth watching. We shot about half of it. So there's some of it that is not clearly what we shot if you know what my cinematography looks like you're like oh you probably didn't shoot that part but, yeah because um, uh, i noticed i noticed you did have like a you have a a style for sure when you're shooting like when i looked at your like your uh your reel that you have on your site oh okay um, and i saw like there is that like consistent so weird there is a consistency to it yeah it's such a, it's such an odd thing because i think <laughs> i think a lot of people within they're like well i don't have a st-. it's like they're like accents you're like, yeah. no, this is how you're supposed to sound. Right, I don't yeah. have a style. You have a style. Right. <laughs> like, I think that's kind of how that is. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, man, I should get a style one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> but like, clearly there's, it looks different than other people's stuff, whether it's better or worse. I don't know, but it's, I, different. I, I thought it looked great. It's, it's cause it's very, uh, like the stuff that you showed, uh, on that reel, it's very, 
Like there is that like depth and drama to it. Okay. Like just a scene. Um, I notice a lot of like it, there's like back a black background, but it feels like it's, it mm. feels like it's going, you know, it's got depth. And, yeah and i was yeah. like oh, that's really interesting i was like oh, that's, crazy that's such like a cool uh <laughs> a cool thing because a lot of times when you shoot against like some black you, God, you you're know, always trying you to find depth right man yeah yeah you're always trying you're always kind of trying to get far enough away from the wall and yeah. you know like create something behind you to give some sort of visual interest and yeah. you know a lot of that stuff too is like well we're in this room that sucks what are we gonna do <laughs> like i don't know man put some flares up right <laughs> shoot yeah. some lights somewhere that make shoot it some lights little... into the lens we'll see what <laughs> happens put this other stuff up there something fuck off shiny yeah. um yeah yeah, yeah. You, you do what you can do yeah i gotcha now it also said you did a a, a documentary called better yeah better um, is what's coming up next that's that's okay. in uh, january um coming out and that is a totally different subject totally different vibe <laughs> all that mm-hmm. uh how to eat think live better you know and we went to harvard talked to four harvard doctors talked to somewhere around 28 um diabetes sufferers so people that um diabetes and obesity mm-hmm. and saw a bunch of people that you know basically recovered from it that have moved on with their lives that like conquered it And so, yeah, really good, really transformative, really profound understanding of how food works, uh, what science is behind it and what people can do to get better. So that's what that movie's about. Um, In January, that's going to be a big deal. Hopefully we can get on, you know, some major sort of TV shows and stuff like that, you know, stuff your mom would watch. That would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. Because I feel like especially I feel like the timing is is like the best time you could get for something that teaches people about like how to be <laughs> healthy. a lot of yeah, yeah a lot of pandemic 15 you know COVID-19 um right 19 pounds out there there's a lot of people with right. that and and also just a lot of people like man I gotta I gotta get better um mm-hmm. within my overall scope of health just yeah. because when things come along like I don't want to get the person that gets stricken by whatever it happens to be Mm -hmm. as the world gets more complicated in terms of that stuff you know i want to be as healthy as i can be um and so that's really what we're talking about and and mentally too i mean we we go into the mental aspect of it a lot well especially i mean um uh if you're anywhere north you know that the winter is coming and that means like that for a lot of people that's like a seasonal depression like that's that's when that starts to set in because you don't get outside you don't get the sun um and go uh, inside and eat too right (laughs) yeah i mean this is what happens it is yeah and uh i i know a lot of doctors like the main thing that they've been saying is the only way to really like make sure that you're healthy and is not so much about like staying indoors during covid it's making sure that your body's healthy during covid it's not Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not so much about like secluding yourself in the world. It's making sure that your body is able to like take on whatever it is when you walk outside and it's like exercise eating, right? Like, and now it's more important than ever. And um, that's one thing that hasn't been getting as much attention, especially just like overall immunity. Yeah. That's a totally big thing. And that's what we talk about a lot and not from a, you know, like a supplements perspective of like, well, you need to be taking, you know, St. John's ward every day or whatever the hell it happens to be. We're just like, you know, we want you to be strong. We want you to be healthy. We want you to be able to run a mile. We want you all those things that come along with eating and thinking and living better. 
um, you know, and we're not selling anything, you know, in the movie sure. and we give away every bit of information. I mean, like that was my goal. I was like, mm-hmm. I want people to walk away from this, not having to watch another single thing on right. this topic and still feel like, Oh, I know what to do now. Yeah. You know, that's really what we wanted to do. And I, ho- I hope we accomplished that. It's a little, it's, it's not the most exciting thing you'll ever watch <laughs> because we, that wasn't the movie we were trying to make. I mean, we, right. we did everything that we could to make it entertaining certainly. And I, but I think, you know, it's like, it's, it's hopefully too, in, in essence, like the class you never took in high school, you're like, oh shit, this all makes sense now. Right. You know, that's yeah. what we're aiming for in some ways. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice that it's like, it's not going to have like a, a bias to it where, like you said, you're not selling anything. So it's like, it's just no information. So, um, yeah, where, like, yeah not only is not selling, but you were not holding anything back. Right. Either. Yeah. And that I think is really important. Cause I know even just trying to find like, all right, so I want to try to find this diet or let me try this diet. And it's like the people that are telling you to try that diet are the ones that are selling you like a meal plan, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it, and they're all telling you that it's going to do the same thing to you, but their way is better. And so it's, it's it's like that struggle to like kind of siphon out that the BS of it um, and try to find like the actual fact of what is your body actually supposed to do does it is it dependent on your sure. body type like is it all dependent on this does it not matter because people throw everything at you and just be like this matters this doesn't matter then the next person will be like well that does matter and the other sure. matters <laughs> it's like you know we, yeah we talk about basic principles that um that we don't want to overcomplicate things we want to make it simple mm-hmm. and we definitely want people to walk away being able to like like if people get to the end of the movie and they can explain some of the basic concepts that we go mm-hmm. over and sort of the acronyms and the jargon that we use that people are more or less familiar with, but like in, in the, um, we have this, uh, you know, master diagram within it. Like if you could walk away and understand that diagram, it's not, it's, it's not um, hard to understand. It's just a decent amount of new information for people. Sure. Then like, dude, I am stoked <laughs> like that. We tried hard to get people to walk away and be like, Oh, I get it now. This makes sense. Like what's a healthy food. Oh, this, this, and this, here's why. Like right. if I can get people to say that, because that's like a, such a bizarre question did not be able to get an answer to like yeah. walk down the street and be like, Hey, what's a healthy food. And they're like, uh, fruit. And you're like, hmm, sort of, not really. Here's here's some reasons why. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, not meat, because that's bad for you. Really, why? I'm like, because red meat kills people. And you're like, that's not a really good answer. Like, <laughs> let's get a better answer than that. And so right. there's just a lot of those things that I think that we were able to um, cut through the cut through the marketing of really when it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Because that that's something I'm definitely gonna, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna watch as soon as as soon oh, as man. I can. Yeah, uh, January better bettermovie.com and um in the meantime brickmadnessmovie.com uh, or find us on Facebook, <laughs> find us on Instagram, that sort of thing. I mean, it's everywhere. That's awesome. So, yeah. I'll yeah. I'll I'm going to definitely be checking out both of those cuz one is going to be one is going to be my uh entertainment and then the other one is going to be my information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I hope they both have a little bit of either in them as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um but before I let you go, um, mm-hmm. I just want to see, so while people are home right now or whether or not they're working part-time, full-time, whatever they're doing, if they have more time right now, yeah, put you on the spot. 
Yeah, sure. What are some uh what are some movies or shows or things that you think they should check out? Maybe even a book if you're if you're in that realm. Yeah. Um God, what's a good thing? You know, I mean, <laughs> let's see. There's there's so many answers here. Um I don't have time to watch a ton of movies or TV, to be honest. Um, I like, <laughs> this is going to be a totally bullshit answer, but it's my answer right now is um, you can ask my wife. Uh, we got a uh, Disney plus not too long ago or whatever. Yeah. I like watching Looney Tunes, man, because I love <laughs> Looney Tunes and there's nothing wrong yeah. with watching Looney Tunes. Um, awesome. I would also say as far as that goes, I would say like watch, you know, the peanuts Christmas and, and uh, and thanksgiving and holiday specials and all, the, all, all those things i think there's something great about those things that yeah, like for sure. ties us together as a community and i i think that can't be understated i think there's something like timeless about that stuff and it's simplicity um yeah. so i would say like giving yourself the uh the right to sit there for half an hour and watch the grinch how the yeah. grinch stole christmas not the jim carrey i mean it's whatever but you know the original <laughs> Boris Karloff and all that, like watch yeah. that, man, like get something out of that. I think yeah. that's much more instructive than, than most things. Um, yeah. I forget what the last great thing I watched on, on any of those things were, were besides some of what I just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I would say uh, a book, you know, and, and honestly, I, you know, some people are, people give me shit for some reason or, or some people do. I think there's a lot of great information from people like Jordan Peterson. I'm a big fan mm. of Jordan Peterson and a lot of people on that, um, that, that Brett Weinstein and, and people that talk about those sorts of things, Douglas Murray. I think mm. there are some important issues within the world that need to be understood and, and, and harnessed at some point before they go too far. And so I sure. think there's a lot of valuable information from them. And I, I spend a lot of time, you know, delving as deep as I can in, into that that ethos and trying to understand, you know, 20, 30, 50 years from now, if we're on the path that we're on today, where does that lead us? Yeah. So that's, that sort of thing is important to me too. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's like, that's always like the big question is like, people are like, well, things aren't terrible now. And it's like, well, it's not about now. It's about where is it going to be? And like you said, 20, 30, 50 years, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. What state is that? That's that a 200 years from, you know, in, in 1900 or 1700 or whatever that was 200 years from now, which is what we can eclipse in 20 years. Right. So it's like pretending like you don't, you shouldn't have some agency over that is silly. Right. And, and you know, uh, I mean, I think people want to change the future. It's not like it's my idea, but right. <laughs> I, I think, I think the long view is important. Um, Green Day in 1992 was right. 94, whenever that was. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, and then, um, uh, Aesop Rock's got a new album out. So if you like Aesop Rock, that's something fun too. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Cause actually the Looney Tunes and uh, oh, God, Peanuts so Christmas great. and stuff, yeah, that yeah. is, a, that is actually like a perfect answer for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I do want to say I, I messed that up. It, it, um, you know, because um, don't think you, you on Disney plus you are going to get Donald, you're going to get, um, Donald Duck, you're going to get Mickey Mouse, you're going to get those things. Right, Warner Donald Brothers Donald is actually Looney Tunes. Yeah. I didn't mean to say it that way, yeah, but yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, all the right. Donald Duck stuff and other people are going to be like, this guy's nobody's talking about. That's right. not even the same company, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I'm realizing like, that. But yeah, um, all that stuff that is stuff. on uh, HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's mm -hmm. awesome, man. 
yeah um so that's it that's what i got to say perfect you know what that's that is that is a great answer because you know what people need to feel like a child again i think that's the one thing that especially <sighs> nowadays great. people forget about um and i think well between brick madness looney tunes you know something yeah. like christmas they're gonna <laughs> yeah feel right like they're gonna have Let's all that like they're gonna have gonna all that fun and nostalgia yeah it'll Dude, be great your, your cockles are gonna be so warm <laughs> <laughs> perfect but yeah. uh i want to thank you again uh yeah so, thanks you McAleese, yeah, absolutely. Uh, when you can uh check out brick madness and then in january check out better be great for more information you can check out his websites what are so what are what are the ones that you want people to go to like is it yeah, I mean, uh, if you find Break Madness on Facebook, that's cool. If you go to breakmadness.com, that's cool. Um, mm -hmm. Bettermovie.com, do that. Yeah. Um, and if you want to type me in or whatever, hit me up on on that stuff, then do that. You know, I'm, I'm down to talk to anyone. If anyone has watches the movie and was like, hey, this sucks, I'll be like, cool, tell me why. And if they're like, hey, this movie was <laughs> awesome, I'll be like, yes, day made. Love it. Yeah. So Perfect. I love to hear from anyone that's out there actually, you know, getting something out of it. For sure. And great job, man. I appreciate being on. Uh, this oh, has thank been you. fun. Yeah. And um, I got to go to San Diego. So. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, thank you again for coming on. And then after these two things are out and I get a chance to watch them, uh, we can reconnect or something and talk about the yeah. aftermath of love to be on yeah and you'll be like dude that wasn't funny at all what was all that bullshit about comedy you acted like you're a goddamn professor and yeah professor of nothing yeah, yeah we'll see yeah sounds good man all right well thank you so much have fun on your your long trip san diego right yeah for sure thanks man yep yeah. all right Bye. thanks